I'm Lauren, and I'm a recovering people pleaser. I'm so excited! This is the first episode of my new podcast, Recovering People Pleaser. Um, I am also an expert procrastinator and I did put this off until the last minute. So I'm currently in my childhood bedroom without any of my recording equipment at all. So if this intro sounds a little fuzzy, that's why. Please bear with me. Please come back for another episode. Um, I'm going to keep this short. I'm super excited for everybody to hear from our guest today, Rachel Rothberg, who is a local to me, uh, Bellingham tattoo artist, recent undergraduate, um, and I love them so much, and I'm really excited to hear, to have you all hear them talk about their art and their tattooing and mutual aid um, and music and all of this other good stuff, Um, but I just wanted to give you a quick intro first and say that I'm really glad you're here. I'm really excited to be starting this podcast. Um, I am going to be talking to all sorts of different people in different spheres. Yeah, we're just going to talk about their lives and and what that looks like and if they are recovering people pleasers. Um, And so to me, being a recovering people pleaser can mean a lot of different things. Um, I'm currently in a space where I'm learning to set boundaries and put myself first, put my own oxygen mask on, you know, whatever metaphor you want to use for that. Um, Before I give myself fully to all of these other people, um, before I people please, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm really, really excited to continue on that, like, quote unquote journey or whatever, um, and to be able to share it with you and all of these awesome people that I'm going to be interviewing this season and future seasons and all of that good stuff. Really, really stoked. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, I would love if you, you know, rated and reviewed it on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use. Share it on your story and tag me at lo and behold with two N's or at recovering people pleaser pod um, or both. Both would be great. And I hope you like this episode. Have a great day. Enjoy. Yay. All right. Well, Rachel, welcome to the pod. Thank you. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you. Um, Do you want to just introduce yourself and like give me a speed version of your journey with the arts in general, whatever that means to you? Oh, yeah. Um, My name is Rachel Rothberg. My pronouns are they, them. Um, I am a tattoo artist. I am a painter. I am, I guess, a creative thinker. Oh, I love that. And my my (laughs) speed journey with the arts is that I came to Western Washington University in Little Bellingham, Washington, um, (laughs) as an ecologist uh, or an ecology major, and... Oh my gosh. I wanted to keep taking art classes because I always have done art. Um, but at Western, you have to be a major to take art classes. So I yeah. decided to double major, which worked well for three <laughs> years until I failed a few classes in the 
biology and chemistry as you department. Do, as you do. Yeah, as you do. Totally. Um, <laughs> and then I realized that I really like painting anyway. So I am now have two degrees in painting. The tattoo situation um, is because my my freshman year roommate one day in like 2018 messaged me and it was like, Rachel, do you want to give me a tattoo? And I was like, uh, what? Oh no God. way. <laughs> so I did. Sure. And, um, yeah. And then a couple weeks later, my best friend was visiting. Um, they were just like, oh, can you give me a tattoo also? And I was like, I mean, I guess oh so. Gosh. I have all of the stuff now. So yeah. yeah. And then the rest is history. And you just fell in love. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I've been having a lot of fun. That's so cool. Did you have tattoos before you started tattooing other people, like your friends or, you know, now? I had one tattoo of a redwood tree on my ankle to symbolize California, where I'm from. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Thanks. <laughs> so just the one then, like, you really, like, full send into into the yeah, rest of it. Yeah, I think that I always, I don't know, I kind of joked when I was younger that, like, if all else failed, I could become a tattoo artist, but... That, like, yeah. severely underestimates the work that tattooing takes um, and the skill. Because yeah. it's, it's hard, but it's, like, really rewarding. Yeah. Will you say more about that with, like, like the idea that, you know, there are these, like, lesser careers that actually are so much more work goes into them than, like, society gives them value to? Yeah, seriously. I've had that experience with my art, and then I've also had that experience... Um, with tattooing and I feel really thankful to have gone through a little bit with um, my art like I had to make my own business license and I have to pay taxes four times a year um, for my my for my (laughs) art um, because I had a booth at the tulip festival in 2019 and they require that you have a business license so there I was like freshly 21 um, actually not even, it was like a couple of weeks before my birthday and I was like, time to learn how to pay taxes. And, um, Oh my yeah, God. Like, Talk about adulting. <laughs> yeah. And I think that I personally have had a lot of like worry and like negative thoughts about just going through into the arts, um, and having an art career because yeah. of like my high school background and like both of my parents are computer scientists. Totally. So just the change between like what I thought I was going to be doing like with the biology and what I ended up doing um I had to deal with a lot of like mostly internal pressure um and like unlearning all of my preconceived ideas about my own value because I think the difference with at least the art paths that I'm taking is that I'm putting a lot of um energy into my how I perceive my own self-worth which is very hard because I can't like rely on some company that I'm working for or like even a group of like even a team like I don't have anyone working for me so I have to do it all by myself and right it is it is quite the learning experience yeah totally it's like like you don't have any other outside benchmarkers yeah telling you like like you are good and worthy it's like all coming from you which I guess in some ways like would be beneficial for the learning curve of self self worth. Yeah. But also like having to do all of that yourself and like recognize that in yourself, I feel like takes a lot of grace for 
your own person that a lot of people don't possess internally. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Although I will say, um, I'm going to backtrack a little bit because Please I, do. I <laughs> kind of feel like I was saying that I did it all by myself, but I, I mean, I, I think that all of like the important landmarks happened by myself and like the learning has happened inside me, but, um, yeah. I would not be anywhere close to where I am, especially in the tattooing field without like the direct and indirect guidance of like other tattooers in the field, um, like other self-taught yeah. tattooers mostly, and then like, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's awesome. But also like give yourself credit for where yeah, you're yeah. at. You know, <laughs> like don't take that away from yourself. <laughs> Thanks. No, absolutely. Yeah, I guess that that's a good um, segue into like your relationship with the tattoo industry, the tattoo field, um, and your thoughts on that. You know, like is there a community in Bellingham where we are? Is it, like, more of a network in a community, or is it more competitive and, you know, like, person-to-person kind of deal? Like, what is that like? Yeah, honestly, I've, from my experience, it's been so welcoming. Um, oh, good. That does not surprise me, but it's so yeah. good to hear. <laughs> If, like, anyone is, like, a self-taught tattooer, I feel like we just find each other on Instagram, and, like, oh. someone that we know has gotten some tattoo from another person, and totally. they're like, oh, this person's just starting, and I feel like we just inherently follow each other and then repost each other's, like, work that we like on our stories, and then hopefully, yeah, like, I love the people that follow us and, like, friends and friends of friends can see them, and, like, maybe their work is much more aligned with what those people want on their bodies, and... Yeah. Yeah, so... Totally. It's been really exciting to, like, to get knowledge and then, like, to pass it on. Like, I don't think I started actually giving anybody else advice until, like, a few months ago. Um, But it's really, like, it's kind of affirming, but then it's kind of terrifying because I'm like, do I know anything? Uh, debatable. Yeah. (laughs) Like an imposter syndrome kind of deal. A little bit. But, yeah. Yeah. And I, because I know there's so much more for me to do and I know, like... Considering when I look back on my own, like, tattoo practices, like, like more than, like, eight months ago, I'm like, oh dear, right. <laughs> I, I could be doing so much better, um, in terms of, mostly in terms of safety, because that, I think, is, like, one of the biggest issues um, for self-taught tattooers, is, like, making sure that yeah. you're really taking responsibility for the risk that you're, that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, but... I'm sure that in, like, another eight months, I'm going to look back on where I am, and I'm going to be like, oh, God, <laughs> that was such a glaringly obvious thing I should have fixed or something. What was I doing? Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, the exponential, like, learning curve, and I think with with art, like, there, with any form of art, there is such an exponential, like, growth that happens as you, you know, get more confident, as you learn more about, like like, the specifics and how to do things and all of that stuff, but I would imagine, like, tattooing being this like technical form and like like so you know woo woo and artistic but also so like there is a way to do things yeah um for the sake of safety and uh, you know the all the technical parts of it and that you're like interacting with somebody else yeah that's that's like the biggest factor yeah for me the tattooing is completely different from painting to me um not only because of the medium but because you're involving a whole other person and the tattoo session, the tattoo experience is entirely theirs because it is surrounding their body. (laughs) Um, You're just doing a service for them. Um, So I have learned a lot about people skills and um, I've been 
really trying to be conscious as I can about consent. Um, that's like a really, really huge, important thing. And if you're listening and you're ever getting a tattoo from someone, just know that you are the person in charge and it does not matter what they say because it is your body. So just because they have the skill and, and you're paying them doesn't mean that it's, it's their tattoo. It's, it's definitely yours. Yeah. And you're, you're in a vulnerable position as the customer too. Yes, yeah. In that way. The client? The customer? What do you... What's the language you Oh, I don't know. Whatever you... Whatever <laughs> the person you want. with the body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also through this... This... My own experience, I think I've had a lot of trouble detaching, like, the... The business from the personal, and, like, mm. because it... It, like, I give tattoos out of my home. It is yeah. definitely super intertwined with, like, my own personal space, and... Right. So, it's really interesting, um like, to set those boundaries and, like, to realize that they're there, um, because I started out tattooing only, like, close friends, um, yeah, so I could learn and, like, yeah, but then I started posting them on Instagram and everyone, yeah, tell me about that, (laughs) all of this, like, growth that's happened for you, like, like, give everybody the rundown, how are you feeling about it, it's pretty exciting to watch, like, yeah, it's really exciting to be in the middle of it. Um, it's a little bit daunting. Um, yeah. I've definitely had to learn how to say no, which is hard because I want to, um, like, tattooing feels like giving a gift to somebody else. Um, oh. And so you obviously want to give a gift that, like, the person likes. And um, yeah. you want to give a gift that you know that you can do a good job, like, making the gift. Um, like, if someone wants something from me that's not in my style or like, say they want, like, a portrait of their lover, I don't know, um, that's just (laughs) probably not the thing that you would want me to do, um, because of my specific skill set, like, I really just have a lot more skill and experience, um, doing, like, nature-related tattoos and animals and things in that vein, so anything that's, like, parallel to that is doable, but, I mean, research your, research your tattoo artist to make sure that that's what you want. Yeah, how do you feel people, like, like obviously it is the tattoo artist and the person receiving the tattoo, like, working together in a lot of situations, but, mm-hmm. like, what do you as an artist feel like people should be looking for in their artists? Yeah, honestly, I mean, it really is up to you. If, if you have something that you think is important for you to get a tattoo, then, like, that can, that's your priority, um, yeah, it's really whatever you want it to be. I know that it can be really daunting to get your first or even your like fifth tattoo when you don't necessarily know the environment you're going to be stepping into, Totally, <laughs> which I think is one of the reasons that I'm really excited about this new, like predominantly queer wave of self-taught tattooers, um, that are tattooing yeah. out of like these comfortable home spaces. Um, That's awesome. That's so cool. I was telling my friend yesterday, now having gone back to your home studio a couple of times, I'm like, this is a very comfortable space for me to be in. And like, I don't feel on edge at all getting tattooed. Yeah. In your space, like all of the consent stuff, just like who you are as a person. Yeah. It's, I really feel like you've done an amazing job with creating like a good space for that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I've honestly been like really affirmed by like the response the the response that I've predominantly gotten from people um like I've had people say that it was their favorite like tattooing experience oh um, yeah and that they felt really (laughs) easily (laughs) for sure and it just I mean it just is like 
I don't know, like, I'm kind of blown away by that because, like, to be able to both provide that gift for their body and then, like, have it happen in a space that they feel safe is, like, that's how I think all tattoos should be. You should, like, be able to have a tattoo and feel like it was, like, super comfortable and that you were in control and that you can, like, stop the appointment at any time or, like, ask for something to be different. And I'm kind of going at this from, like, my own perspective, like, if I was getting a tattoo, I would want it to feel comfortable and safe and, like, that I could stop anytime and that I could ask for it to change, like, like, change the design, like, 70 times if I wanted them to. And I would understand that I'm paying for their time. So if someone wants me to do something differently, I, it is their session. I will do what I can in my, in my ability. Yeah, I love that. That So cool. (laughs) I have. I know that you've said before that your favorite tattoo is always the most recent one you've done. Is that still the case? Like, do you have projects <laughs> yeah, that you're like that one was much. awesome? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that I do. I I always say that my most recent tattoo is my favorite because um, I'm on such a steep learning curve right now that I really am enjoying like the most recent like session overall. Yeah. Um, because. I feel like every time I just get better at, like, I don't know, making sure I remember everything that I wanted to do, like, yeah, uh, and I don't know, the order, I don't know, I feel like I have such a long mental checklist of, like, things from the, before people get here, and, like, the setup, and then to the actual session, and yeah. then taking it down, you know. And then all the photos, and all of that good stuff. Yeah, but I do, <laughs> I, I think my most favorite tattoos are, um... Well, I don't know. I was going to say, like, something personal, but I've honestly had, like, really awesome experiences when, like, the person that I'm tattooing is just, like, excited to just have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Although, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, (laughs) I don't know, there's no, at at this point, I can't find, like, a, like, a rule because there's also some people that, like, don't want to talk a lot, and I'm super happy to do those because then I just, like, hone in on the tattoo. Like, not that I'm not focused on the other no, sessions, yeah, but, but it's like, a different. I kind like, of just like can zone out and just like finish the tattoo and I don't know it's yeah. I feel like there's always something to appreciate in every session that's so cool I love that you think of it like like the session as the whole instead of like the finished product right I, like yeah. that's really cool yeah thanks yeah that makes a lot of sense I love that I would love to hear about your mutual aid fundraiser um if you want to tell dear listeners um (laughs) about about what that was you know how you came up with the idea and um why mutual aid is so important to you yeah um particularly in Bellingham if you want to get into that but you totally do not have to (laughs) yeah yeah so I had a raffle basically for a tattoo um that all of the money went to Whatcom Student Mutual Aid which is one of the um organizing groups in Bellingham that's mostly student organized and it's for students um so students can submit um a request for financial aid from this group like they they would request through Instagram or um email yeah and they can basically it's like crowdfunded um but it's mutual aid so there's like an expectation that um if you're donating money then at some point maybe you would need money and that you can also request from the same group and so it's very like community support through specifically cash which um 
there's mutual aid in so many ways. Um, but also, like, at the end of the survey where they ask if you are in need of funds, they ask, like, what other help you might need in the community, like, driving to get groceries or something, and then yeah. the, so an organizer can put you in contact with someone who can help you out with that. It's so awesome. It's such a, like, like, I don't know, I get so excited when I see people, like, working with groups like that and, like, promoting groups like that and stuff like that. And I also have this twinge of, like, so fucked that, like, our government systems don't do that for us. That it's, like, you know, yeah. a bunch of 20-somethings, yeah. like, having to figure uh-huh. out on their own, like, how can we support each other? Because yeah, nobody else rep- is doing it for us. Are, um, yeah, are a good, a good thing to move forward with and to participate in. Yeah. Yeah, but I started my raffle in, I think it was sometime in December, and it ended on um, January 1st. Um, and basically, um, anyone who followed me or didn't follow me had the option of, uh, donating, um, to receive a ticket in $10 increments. So if you Venmoed $10 to me, then you would get one ticket. And if you Venmoed 20, then you would get two tickets, etc. Um, and then people had the opportunity to get extra entries through like sharing it or commenting and tagging their friends. Um. But that was basically, um, the goal of the raffle was to have one person receive a free tattoo, so you could have maybe donated once or twice and still receive, um, the tattoo. But I ended up getting so many entries that I I was, like, blown away, um, that I ended up giving two tattoos because I was like, this is so much money, like, I feel like it would be, it would be well worth um, yeah. multiple tattoos. Um, yeah, at the, at the end, um, the fundraiser raised $850. Oh um, my god, dude. Which Are you so I'm stoked? really happy about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, which gets, I mean, that brings me to the reason that I started the raffle in the first place, which is, unfortunately, because in the winter, especially, the yeah. funds that are coming in were pretty much at a standstill. Like, wow. there was one request that was at, like, $25 out of like 500 for yeah. over a month and like these are requests that students have put in in like right. September or October um, and it it like sucks to not be able to mobilize the money fast enough to right. do to like help soonest um, but yeah I mean and and you have to know like where the money is coming from so totally. maybe some students who were able to donate earlier or not able to anymore but it does also a little bit tie into like the trend of mutual aid and yeah you know uh yeah, yeah. Like community support is not a, a phase no <laughs> it should be unfortunately a, uh, yeah like yeah, yeah obviously yeah. once again it's so fucked that like the the system and like our elected officials are not are just not doing what they should be doing but yeah it continues to be a problem and so mutually it continues to be a form of a solution um right. I think it's really cool that you were able to use your platform for that I also think like we like especially the older generations I don't know that maybe that's generalizing but I do I understand when when people a little bit older than us see like Venmo blah 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 like that feeling weird to them as a form of yeah. donation when they're used to all of these like you know forms and like tax write-offs and like all of that stuff that comes with right that but I think that 
you know, the idea of a raffle, like the idea that, that like you're paying for something in our, like this integrated, not integrated, what's the word? Inundated, like capitalist view that we have, like feeling like you're paying for something almost feels, Mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, this is, I'm more used to this idea, Mm -hmm. yeah but I still want to be donating. So yeah, it's, it's a little interesting that there has to be an incentive to participate in mutual aid. (laughs) For sure. Um, But if that is, like... I mean, and I'm so guilty of that. I would much rather, like, donate for a a raffle and then, like, hope that I get something and then think that if I don't, like, oh, I'm doing something good. Yeah, like, right. Like, it's not like, oh, what? I didn't even win? Like, what the hell? It's it's like, oh, cool, somebody else got a tattoo and, you know, people that need this money got a bunch of money. That's awesome. Yeah, so I think it's always good to have publicity and, like, anyone who's in the position to do some sort of raffle like um financially and time-wise like I encourage it because yeah distributing wealth is just a good thing that we should all participate in yeah Um, absolutely yeah yeah good stuff I love that very cool (laughs) yeah one of the other questions I have on here is that I know music is really important to you um in a lot of different ways um totally feel free to go into that with acapella and um you know playing your own music all of that stuff um but I also was wondering if you could recommend some songs and artists that you have liked recently yes I so could yay Um, (laughs) okay you sent me this question and I thought about it and I know that there's so many people that I know that create music but I specifically want to give a shout out to my friend Miller Libertor um okay who writes music under the name Mr. Emily, um, currently, and they just came out with, um, actually it was about a year ago, but everyone should still listen, it can still be (laughs) considered current. Still new music, Um, yeah. But they just came out with an album on Spotify called Dead and Living Lesbians Write Letters. Um, Oh, I love that. (laughs) I just love Miller's music, so everyone should also listen to it and tell me if you like it, because I just need more people to talk to about it talk about it with yeah um and I also want to give a shout out to my former roommate and friends Sydney Amos um on Spotify either as Sydney Amos or um her band is Felix the Hammer so awesome Sydney is um Bellingham local and so y'all should check it out because Sydney is the coolest (laughs) that's awesome I'll make sure to link both of those two maybe yeah. like a little guest playlist or something that would be kind of fun I love that <laughs> yes I have a playlist awesome. on my Spotify called um playlist playlist to make music for my or to make money for my friends or something oh my um, god I love and that and it's just every single like song that's on there is somebody that I know um that is so and sick. if you just put it on shuffle and mute then it'll give them increments <laughs> on mute <increments> <laughs> <of> <laughs> coins <laughs> oh my god no, that's seriously, dude. The streaming for Spotify is like it's like point yes. zero 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 one. Yeah, per it's stream. just ridiculous. It's disgusting. Yeah, I've made like artists. yeah, like all of like five dollars, and I'm like, that's really embarrassing. Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, is there anything else you want to say before we start to wrap up? Any other topics you want to touch on? Oh, oh my gosh. I don't know. I just want to reiterate to advocate for yourself in the tattoo space. Um, it's important. Um, yeah. Trust trust your gut, and you're allowed to walk out of a tattoo at any point. 
you can yeah. figure out the the money thing later. Don't like don't like feel like you have to go through with it because you put down a fifty dollar deposit. Like I know yeah. that fifty dollars is a lot of money, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, weigh it out in your head. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I was gonna ask you like like specifically what um, steps you feel like you've taken with consent, like with that being so important to you and having people feel so comfortable, like is it both like a general air of, you know, this is your space, um, like your body is your space to to exist in the way that you want. And also like obviously I've signed your your forms and all of that stuff. Like <laughs> just tell me a little about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's like there's concrete things and then there's like vague vibes. <laughs> but yeah, totally. um, I felt a lot more like being really transparent I think makes people feel more comfortable um yeah like on my Instagram I have like a highlight where I talk about booking and like the process um but I also talk about like what the tattoo appointment's gonna be like kind of um yeah and I also um I I still would like to do a better job of this because I don't necessarily get a lot of people asking but I want people like to feel comfortable asking me anything at all um, yeah. about, like, uh, like I'm happy to give people a walkthrough of exactly what the process is from when you walk through my door and, like, what I'll say to you and, like, what yeah. is going to happen because um, that feels much more nice to, like, be prepared for, like, oh, what is about to happen right now? Because as soon as you've gotten one tattoo from me, then the next time you come, you already know, like, yes. what's going to happen. Um, Can confirm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I have my consent form which like usually while I'm drawing the custom or like drawing the flash out to to put on someone's body um like the whoever's getting a tattoo can read through the consent form which um there's a lot of stuff on there about like oh like your birthday and what you're getting and whatever (laughs) day it is your name um but I also have on there like I understand that the tattoo is a continually consensual process, which means that the yeah. consent can be revoked at any time. At any time during the tattoo appointment, I love that phrase. Conti- like I feel like everything should be a continually consensual. Yeah, I did. Just to let you know, I did not coin that phrase. That was from I. I, I get so much of like the stuff that I know, um, like from other tattooers on Instagram. Um, I love that because like there's no way that I could have come up with like that nice concise wording like by myself and yeah I've gotten a lot of what I learned from um, following other tattoo artists on Instagram and like making like seeing something that they say like surrounding consent or safety and like mimicking it or like taking it into my own studio and making sure that people feel comfortable Um, yeah one of the the most helpful tattoo accounts that I that I follow it's it's two accounts because they work out of the same studio Good Habits oh. Tattoo Studio in Seattle um, cool. is Emily Rose um, and I think her Instagram is Emily tattoos and then the other one is Jack of All Trades which they spell their name J A C um, and I don't remember their Instagram handle exactly. And they also both run an Instagram called um, Sanitization Station or something, or oh, Sanitary how Station. Oh, cool. Yeah. And that is, like, literally videos of them, like, going through their safety process and, like, oh all of this stuff of, like, yeah, you should be changing your gloves at least, like, eight times during the tattoo process or, 
Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it's good to see that both as a tattoo artist and as, like, a receiver of tattoos because yeah. you should know, like, what is safe and what isn't safe. Um, totally. So that you can, like, be informed. Yeah, informed consent. Yeah. Um, no, I love yeah. that. That's awesome. I feel like, like, there are so many industries where, I guess, honestly, in a lot of ways like, different aspects of, like, music and art industries, like, creative fields and stuff like that, there is a certain amount of gatekeeping because, like, you have to, you know, protect your own career and all of that stuff and protect your own art and protect, like, the way that you do things and, um, you know, people feel like they have to, like, you have to learn everything on your own. But I love that idea of, like, like look, we are all in this together. Like, we're all, you know, mutually tattoo artists, like, this is a community, and so, like, let's not hide these safety practices from each other. Like, yeah, let's I mean, talk about especially consent. when people's bodies are on the line. Like, yeah, it's one right. thing like, to... Like, their literal health to, and safety. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's one thing to, like, copy someone's, like, flash drawing and, like, totally. say that it's your own. Right, And it's another up. thing Don't to do that. <laughs> take something directly from their, from their, like, booking page and, like, like, verbatim, like, say, like... yeah your safety is your, your, uh, whatever, right. something, like, yeah, yeah. it's, you should, you should be able to, I don't know, and I think that, um, there's this collective understanding that, like, we're doing this as a community, um, yeah, and there's, like, accountability within us, and, yeah, so it's exciting to, like, be able to follow people, and, like, think they're really cool and then all of a sudden they follow you back and you're like what the hell am I cool too? <laughs> that's awesome yes you're very cool that's so awesome Thank I love you. that oh my gosh do you have any um like like tips for people maybe getting you know getting into uh receiving tattoos that are like like people okay let me reframe this question um, no do problem. you have any like like etiquette advice I guess for people that are new to getting tattoos um, going into to get one like things to do things to not do like something like that um, for the person receiving it yeah that's a really good question um, I think it definitely depends on the tattooer mm. um, it can feel like you need a lot of people skills to like get a, get along with someone really well um, but I don't know I think that just understanding that this person is taking time out of their life or like this is their yeah. job it might be their primary form of um income um mm. to do like to use their skill and like create with you um i know when i started i was really hesitant about pricing higher because i was like oh minimum wage is like however much like 1350 i really get that with like contract but, work but, and like freelancing. Yeah, and and especially with like tattooing and art stuff, like yeah. that is something that the person has developed over years and years and years and years. Right. Um, right. So you're paying for that as well as the like the space and I don't know if they are paying rent on a studio, you're paying for that. Right. But um yeah, all that of kind the materials of, that go into it, like yeah, and that that kind of became yeah. like a money answer, which I don't like because money is stupid. But um, <laughs> I think that just like the etiquette side, like just you you are going into somebody's space that they've curated, whether it's like their home or their um, like a studio that they're renting. Um, yeah, and and just like being open minded about like um, 
every every, every tattooer is going to go about it differently. So, like, when I get a totally. tattoo, I kind of just, like, wait to see, like, what the person is doing and then, like, kind of go with the flow. And, um, yeah. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask for music or something that you need. Um, I just, like, did a new booking form format for my February and March booking, which is new for me. Every every time I do something, I do something new. Um, Love but <laughs> one of the questions is, like, what sort of accommodations might you need? And oh, if, yeah. if your tattooer doesn't ask that, that doesn't mean that they're not going to be a caring and loving tattoo artist. It just means sure. that you might have to say it yourself. Yeah. yeah, like that it's okay to advocate for yourself in those ways. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And I, and I also think there is a little bit of, like, implied ragging on, like, the main tattoo industry, but um, <laughs> that can be a good experience, too. Like, there's plenty of tattoo artists that are, like, conscious of consent and are very... Yeah. Um, I think, from my perspective, I've only been to, a like, a real tattoo shop, like, twice to get a tattoo. So there's definitely, like... I just am not the qualified person to talk about, like, the vibe of tattoo spaces, but there is this uh, stereotype that they're just, like, these big buff guys giving tattoos. Right, but we all like know the motorcycle. That's not true. Right, yeah. yeah. And and yeah. just because it's a big buff guy doesn't mean that he's not going to be conscious of consent and be a caring dude. Absolutely. So. I've had the most caring big buff guy. My first tattoo was with a very caring big buff guy, and he was wonderful. Good. So. Good. Shout out to you, Thomas. Yeah, so, so, sometimes I think back on my first tattoo when I literally brought two of my friends in. I didn't cry, but I was holding their hands and I was just yeah. squeezing them. And it was so, like, so how kind of him to let me bring both of my friends. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I think, I think, like. They really set the foundation. That is. Yes. They really. Yeah, they walked so we could run. <laughs> uh, yes, a thousand percent. And, and, like, trusting your gut, I feel like, with, with allowing, you know, any sort of body modification, any sort of, like, that that kind of intimacy like trusting your gut about yeah. it like yeah i don't know i feel like if you have a bad experience it is not definitely not necessarily your fault and also like if you have a heebie-jeebies about a situation whether it's a tattoo or something else like you're allowed yes. to get out of there for sure yeah definitely yeah well rachel are you a recovering people pleaser um yeah you could say that yeah <laughs> <laughs> is that so yeah i think I don't know. I mean, being socialized as a woman, unfortunately, mm. has its mm-hmm. quirks. Um, yeah, quirks. <laughs> That's for being sure. The, <laughs> I, I'm yeah. I'm an only child. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Which you yeah yeah. Put whatever yeah. opinion on me that you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, I get along with either. adults pretty well. Um, yeah. A symptom. I, <laughs> it's a symptom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I'm, and this, like, I guess job tattooing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. it's your job. Um, haha. <laughs> Imposter syndrome? <laughs> um, You're like, what yeah, do you this, know? This has taught me a lot about saying no and Good. doing what is right for me. Um, yeah. I don't like saying no, and I like to do, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, it's also, it's also this battle, like, I say all of these things about, like, how the tattoo is for the person, and it's true, but I also have to keep in mind that, like, I am a person at the end of the yes. day, and so when everyone walks day. out you're of my house... You're a person the whole day. Yes, <laughs> I'm... You're right! You're so right! When, like, at the end of the... At the end... Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> it, I'm a person 
like all of the time, yeah. which means that at yeah. the end of the day, when everyone is done and they walk out of the my house, yeah, then I have to make sure that I'm not like burnt out because yeah. then I have to turn around and like tattoo the next day or go to acapella the next day or right. do my other jobs the next day, right? Or yeah, or do nothing like right how because you you're should sometimes absolutely entitled to do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. so. I don't remember what the question was, but yes, I am recovering recovering people people. pleaser. (laughs) I do, yes, I am, and now the person that I have to please is myself, so. I love that. What a great, wow, what a great ending. That was amazing. Thanks. Um, That felt very, very poetic. (laughs) Yes, it was. Do you want to plug your your Instagram? I know that your books are, you know, super full at the wazoo, but. No, um, I would love to plug my Instagram. My tattoo Instagram is rachel.poke. That's R-A-C-H-E-L dot P-O-K-E. And my I almost said my regular Instagram. I don't know what my... Which one's regular at this point? I don't know. Um, um, your my personal? irregular Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> my, um... The one where I post all my paintings, which I can... We can do a whole other podcast about uh, Rachel's paintings yeah. of dead birds. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would but love But you to. can see my paintings that I have been working on infrequently yes. at rachel.rothberg, and my last name is spelled R-O-T-H-B-E-R-G. Oh, um, amazing. Yes, please check them out. Yeah. My website is rachelrothberg.com. You can find more stuff there. Yeah. Yay! And I think that's all my plugs. <laughs> I love that. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on. This is so good. Thanks, Lauren. I'm, this was so fun. I'm so glad. Yay. I'm so excited about this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Recovering People Pleaser. All of the links from uh, all the different things we talked about in this episode are going to be in the show notes, so please check that out, Um, as well as the intro and outro music, and um, you can find links to all of Rachel's things in the show notes as well. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Leave a rated review in the App Store. Um, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at lo and behold with two ends and at recovering people pleaser pod is the podcast Instagram. So check those both out and I will catch you in a couple weeks.